Hey guys, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. Let's talk Hoya. Welcome to Let's Talk Hoya. <laughs> Where we talk. About Hoya? About Hoya. Wow, profound. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are talking about specifically Hoya Latifolia. We are. We are. I thought this would be a good one to follow up on our Hoya Verticillata because there's tons and tons of confusion around Verticillata. And there also is Latifolia. <laughs> so I thought, hey, we talked about one. We got to talk about the other. Yes. <laughs> yes. Literally. In, in, uh, so when researching in this episode, I kind of felt like that meme where it was like Claire Danes. The meme where she's like looking confused and there's like all these math symbols like flying <laughs> because of how many times, like how all of the names and all of the changes yeah. and all of the mistakes. Yeah. yeah. I was like men. Yes, I was trying to read through it. And I was looking at all those herbarium sheets and like yeah. cross out, initial cross out. And I was like, nah, <laughs> nah this, this is not my problem today. <laughs> I'm not solving uh, world hunger today. But we're going to make it palatable. Yes, yes. Well, Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> and Latifolia, you know, I really didn't know how confusing it was until today. So yeah. now that I've. Now that I understand it, I'm excited to talk about it. Before I was like, what are, what do we got? What, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. So today we're talking about Hoya Latifolia. Woo. <laughs> so a lot of times when you see a Hoya name, you will see another capitalized name after it, which is usually who published that Hoya. So Hoya Latifolia was first published by George Don, which we see as G. Don. Mm-hmm. In 1837. So long ago. That was like, I, I mean, they still were like rode like horses and carriages in 1837, right? <laughs> yeah. Why is that the first thing you think of? Because whenever I think, wow, they didn't have cars, I'm like, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, the cars is, oh my the, God. Cars is the one for you? They yeah. didn't have phones because I mean, the first phone given. was invented in 1876. They had phones in the 1876s? I mean, according to Alexander Graham Bell, they did. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a 1900s thing. Okay, but how are you going to share the Hoya news if there's no phones? Well, like, that's horse and why chariot we're here today. <laughs> yeah. Carrying the letter with a herbarium sheet. Smoke signals, like all of the things. Oh my, I cannot. That's why, this, really? that's why these herbarium sheets look crusted and yeah. dusted. But really, that's why we're here today, because... People couldn't share news, and it really mucked up some stuff. And I don't know if we're the best source. I was well, say. Okay. We aren't the best source. Pointing at Jesse and I. Yes, Lydia but we might pointing be a good at Lydia. Source. That's yeah. a good source. So no, three hundred no, no. years from now, three thousand years from now, when somebody discovers a ugly, rinky-dink, little smart memory chip with our Hoya episodes in it, 
<laughs> they're going to be like, oh, my God, they had phones back then. <laughs> when it's going to be like brain to brain signal communication yeah. then. I saw off topic. I saw somebody post. Well, it wasn't something that I watched, but they held a cassette tape in their hands. And it was just a little boy, and the dude's like, "You don't know what that is, huh?" And he's like, "No, what does oh, it do?" Gosh. And then the and then the girl sitting across from him was like, "It holds something, I think, pictures." <laughs> and then the dude's just like, "No, it plays music." And then you just see him putting the cassette tape against his ear <laughs> as if it would just start oh, playing. No. I know it's gonna be like that. They're gonna hold the little chip, and they're gonna be like, "Maybe it has pictures." <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! And it's gonna be that laugh. Remember all your lives forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the topic. Yeah. So Hoya Latifolia, I had looked up what Latifolia means because I couldn't quite figure out like where did the name come from? Because I feel like Hoya Latifolia are notorious for having really large leaves. And when I looked it up, Latifolia comes from the Latin epithet meaning broad leaves. So deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Hoya Chicken Farm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 chicken farm. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah. I, you know, the, the wild thing is when I were, we were doing this, um, I found the original publication. Well, I don't even know if I would say the original. I think it was White's publication where he synonymous, like not synonymized, but summarized a lot of the Hoya. And they still spoke like a lot of Latin in the publication. I was like, Oh, that's crazy. It was wild. But wait, did he, did they have like a way of typing back then? Or did he have to handwrite it? And then later it got typed out. Well, I mean, they had typesets, you know, oh, like you okay. see those like letter prints and printing presses and how they did. I see. Like print. on Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I love that. We learned about okay. this via Bridgerton. Anyway, Bridgerton doing the most. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, so latifolia, so yeah, and it makes sense because they say hoya latifolia. Its main characteristic are the large, wide leaves. Very yeah, big. I would have, mm-hmm. I would have guessed that because like lati, like latitude, long, and then folia, foliage, leaf, so broad, long leaf. But you mm. go, going Coco, looking yeah. at the <laughs> Google. Always got my <laughs> See, back. My know? brain did that though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so along with that leaf shape, um, it's characterized by having a broadly ovate leaf that's rarely lanceolate and it has stiff, fleshy foliage. Oh, stiff, it is pretty fresh. It is fleshy. pretty fleshy. Coriaceous? Yeah. Or would we say coriaceous would be fleshy? No. Because it's fleshy more like the smooth. Yeah, I think like so. That. When you're thinking like really like soft, smooth surface. Okay. That's what I think when I think fleshy. Gotcha. But it's also characterized by having um, palmate venation, which means that the veins of the leaf, the main veins, because there's multiple veins on the foliage, but the main veins that you see, um, it starts at the base of the leaf and goes on. And they call that... Yeah. Palmate. I thought it was so cool how in the herbarium sheets that we see, herbarium, you, herber, herbarium, <laughs> ESL, free pass. You can see the veins yeah. like from the 1800s, yeah. and I'm over here looking at it, 2023, and I can see those veins. Yeah, yeah. and it makes sense because they say that they're conspicuous, so they're very, very noticeable. 
Mm-hmm. The palmate venation was, th- this was the first time I've heard about it when I was researching this. And that, so that is like, if you look at your hand and you spread your fingers out, that's the, how the venation works with the palmate. But the other mm-hmm. part, the other type is pen, penna, penna, penate, mm-hmm. which just like goes from the center to the edges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the palmate ones kind of go up and they all from kind of the meet. base. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was, I, that, I, that was something I learned today, which I was like, oh, that's cool. Learning something new every day. I learned so much today. My brain. I was thinking there was someone that was saying people get dementia because after a certain point in your life, like you're not working anymore, you become stagnant in your learning. And I'm like, at this rate, I'm never getting dementia. <laughs> there you have it. Because girls always learning. Hoyas, Hoyas are going to not only make your life brighter, but they're going to prevent dementia. There you go. It's official from Dr. Park over here. <laughs> With her bachelor's degree in not botany or brain science but here we go with her bachelor's degree in i'm dead uh, bachelor's are you gonna say it i, I don't know what her degree is actually. psychology okay well we were in hey, college psychology dementia brain you know my what? girl had like 200 majors while we were in college i never knew what her major was yeah I did, I did switch every year so here we go Okay, so it's got the palm, palmate venation. Yeah, and it has varying foliage characteristics. And they say that that's because Latifolia come from a broad range of regions. And so with that um, comes varying types of foliage characteristics as well. Yeah, so Latifolia is native to Borneo, Jawa, Malaya, Myanmar, <laughs> Sumatera, and Thailand. So... A very broad range of <laughs> locations where you could find a latifolia. And I actually Googled the pronunciation of all of these locations. Jess, you want to tell me where Sumatera is? <laughs> Sumatra? Uh, that's literally what Google said. Is it? Oh, my God. Suma, Sumatera? How would you read that? I would read that Sumatera. Let, Let me it. see. Let me see. And... Well, I thought she was trying to say Sumatra. Sum- oh, you're looking at the cute, the royal cute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, I think where, it is Sumatra. Where but- is Sumatera? So Borneo, the island nation that we spoke about in a, a few prior episodes, episodes ago. Uh, see, and I, and it says Java, but I would say Java, because isn't um, it Java? Maybe for some people, but Google told me Jawa, Malaya, Myanmar. There's a. I think it is Sumatra, guys, because I I like only found like a YouTube pronunciation of Sumatera. Yeah. Sumatera yields a restaurant called Sumatera Steamboat in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. No. That's when I first learned to ski. Oh wow! Interesting. Mm. So we've come full circle. Sorry, guys. It's Sumatra and Thailand. Yeah. So yeah, this thing is like it's spread pretty far over that little. Not even little. It's a long geographic distance, like a big mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And I want to specifically state in Borneo, and in our Borneo episode, we talked in depth about all the different regions. It is specifically found in Sabah, Sarawak, and Kalimantan, which there are some Latifolia that are named from those regions that they come from too. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But although the foliage characteristics are very different, the flowers 
They're the same. And that's what tells us that it's a latifolia. Are they? Boom. Mind mm-hmm. blown. Mm-hmm. So is it like verticillata where they're all different colors? Yes. There are a lot of different varying color characteristics. They go anywhere from white to yellow to pink. And there are even some where like the corona may be pink and then the corolla is yellow, vice versa. And so there's variation in those colors for the blooms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm trying to look. So it looks like the latifolia has a bloom similar to like how Finlaysonii and others bloom where it's like a whole dome, mm-hmm. an umbel, you know. Yeah, a whole umbel of, I don't know. But what it's like almost say. like a sphere because, you know, I, I think about when I, I think of like uh, Lacanosa mm-hmm. is like an umbrella. Yes. Carnosa is like an umbrella. But these, these, have a different feel because it it's like almost like remember back in the day the at the cash register they used to sell those big round lollipops the swirly ones no they were just these big round lollipops and they were just like plugged into oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. little oh, things yes. that's what they remind me of those big round lollipops because when you look at pictures of latifolia in nature and they're blooming they're just these big circles yeah that are like popping out here and there they are and i love i, I gotta be honest i kind of love that flower look mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so although latifolia have varying colors one thing that is characteristic of latifolia blooms is the shape and they're known to have an inflexed shape much like the undulata mm. and the good thing that I found was, because I feel like a lot of times when we're talking about Hoya, we never know what the scent is. And if there is a scent, it's just sweet. Floral. <laughs> yes. But I found a um, a scent note listed for Latifolia, which stated that at night it becomes fragrant and it has a vanilla fragrance, although not exactly the same, but very similar. Mm-hmm. Like all of them are very similar, is that what it's saying? It's saying that <clears throat> it's similar to vanilla, but not exact. Oh. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming like when they smelled it, they're like, the thing that I can think that this is most similar to is vanilla. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I know. My mouth just watered a little bit. <laughs> did you taste vanilla ice cream? No, I, I just. That? <laughs> I don't know what I was tasting, but. I was like, mm, I love me some vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Oh man! All right. So, so inflexed, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. kind of means like that that the corolla, so the outer star shape. It it's almost like a claw, mm-hmm. like I like you hold your hand up like a claw. That's kind of what it's doing. Yeah, it doesn't open up all the way like a flat or go backwards like a reflexed, but it it's like right before it goes all the way open. Yeah, it's just semi like just in this not all the way open position. Yeah. That was not the best way to say it, but that's what we're going with. <laughs> I mean, I get it. <laughs> but anything else? How long do the how long do the flowers usually last? Oh, great question. I didn't really see I don't I don't have any latifolia that have bloomed in my collection. I only have two latifolia at the moment, and mine haven't bloomed, so I'm not sure. Mm. I've never had one bloom either. Yeah, do you have one? <laughs> uh the one 
species Sarawak. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm not 100% sure. I'm wondering if it's like kind of like Finley Sony and how those open for like two days or so. Yeah. So maybe something like that. Maybe. Well, maybe a listener has bloomed it and can send us. Yeah. Send us info us. on how long they last. And are they drippy drip juice juice or type not. of flowers? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but when it comes to latifolia, I think the biggest thing to talk about is there was some point in our collection, and I feel like it was just a few years ago, maybe like at the height of like pandemic time, where everybody was starting to say macrophylla was reclassified as latifolia. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there was tons of macrophylla in circulation and we were seeing those macrophylla, but then at one point on the Facebook group, people were saying, no, that's latifolia. Mm-hmm. And that is the reason we are here today to talk about that. And honestly, much more confusing mm-hmm. than I thought it was because Very. when I first wanted to do research, I realized that there were two microphylas that were published under two different botanists. Mm -hmm. And from there, I was like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) El drama. Yes. It honestly was. It's it's kind of confusing. And so I reached out to Rachel Colette Conroy, which true MVP knows so much information. And she shared so much with me and I'm excited to share it with y'all. So the first thing I think that's important to say when it comes to macrophylla being quote unquote reclassified as latifolia, that it wasn't even a reclassification, nor was it a synonymization. What had happened was it was a mislabeling that has perpetuated for the last 200 years. Isn't that what? insane? Mm-hmm. And you can really tell how it's still being perpetuated because if you even Google Hoya a macrophylla mm-hmm. you only get latifolia yes but you will only get latifolia results so i think that's the biggest thing to like that we have to kind of change our minds in like when we were talking about verticillata previously verticillata that was a synonymization that happened mm-hmm. but this was not a synonymization it was not a reclassification there has always been a latifolia that was published and incorrectly labeled as macrophylla, and that has stuck and never gone away for 200 years. Wow. So I think it's important for us to start from the beginning. Where did this issue happen? And I think that's where the story should begin. Once like like upon a time. And this is where, oh, like on Elf, this is where the story uh, begins. <laughs> on a mossy side of a hill in. Sumatra. (laughs) So like Adam was saying, typically when you write Hoya names, it should include like the botanist that published that Hoya Mm -hmm. and it's capitalized and usually italicized in a different kind of font that's recognizable aside from the name of the Hoya. So when you look at macrophylla, there's two types that will show up. So there's a Hoya macrophylla blume and a Hoya macrophylla white, which is W-I-G-H-T. Now, Hoya macrophylla blume was a species that was published by Carl Blume in 1827. But then here came Robert White, who did not know that that existed and published Hoya macrophylla in 1834. Yeah. And there was no phone, so they could call each other. There was no phones. There was no internet. (laughs) 
It all makes sense now. And uh, like Rachel was saying, she was like, it's not like they had Facebook. Yeah. You can't just like information. It's not like libraries were cataloged or, you know, like how are they supposed to know? So Mr. Robert White did not know that Hoya Macrophylla was already published. He didn't know that it was already in existence. So now there's two Hoya that are categorized as Hoya Macrophylla. But whenever we are naming Hoya, only one of the same type of name can exist per denomination class. And so Robert White published Macrophylla without knowing or realizing that it was already a name that was in existence. And so what happened is whenever we're naming a Hoya in each nomination class, only one of the same type of name can exist. And so Hoya Macrophylla by White was invalidated and Blue Maze was made priority because he published his first. Mm. And so this isn't saying that there were, you know, the same exact Hoya and then they were published twice. It's actually two separate species of Hoya that were given the same name. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So that's where the issue comes. <laughs> no, for real. My mind just like, boom, it's in the back door. <laughs> oh, my God. I never expected that. Yeah. I mean, so, I thought it was the same one. Yeah. So it's not like this, you know, it's not like Blume was like, oh, I found macro- Macrophylla. And then um, White was like, I found Macrophylla. And then they published it at two separate times. No, one person found Macrophylla and one person found something else and named it Macrophylla. Macro. Macrophylla. I keep on saying, what do I say? Micro. Micro. Do I need to do this whole thing over? See, no, no. now there's going to be a third weird name out there, which is going to be Microphylla. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Elwydia okay. Park. Sorry. Annunciation is not my forte. That's what I get for knowing multiple languages. What's the Korean version of ESL? She's got KSL, guys. <laughs> okay, but well, that's still... No, English similar. second language is still ESL. Oh. <laughs> it is. <laughs> 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 Sam, just waiting for guys. Sorry, I'm ESL. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just stupid. <laughs> She's KSL, guys. I'm running out of excuses here. No, because right. KSL would be crazy. <laughs> anyway, Macrophylla. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so. Um, so when we talk about Hoya Latifolia, like Adam was saying, it's Hoya Latifolia G. Don. So what had happened was a gentleman by the name of George Don caught that there was an issue with the publication that White had put out. And as soon as he had realized that there was an issue with the publication, of course, that Hoya now had to be rewritten under a valid name. And that is what we know today as Latifolia. So the timeline is uh, Blume published Macrophylla in 1827. Mm-hmm. And White published his Macrophylla, but not really Macrophylla, in 1834 mm-hmm. and George Don in 1837 caught the issue. Yes. And he got in his little chariot because there's still no phones <laughs> <laughs> and was like, what, what is it that they say? Like news? Hearing. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> there has been a mistaken. But. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you have a plan to talk about this, but the whole herbarium sheet that White provided with his, when he named it Macrophylla, when it's really not Macrophylla, was all sorts of messed up because the flowers were not from that Hoya. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it says they were from a Verticillata, right? No, they were from Mitrata. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Hola, Hoya friends. So we launched our Patreon, a.k.a. Peduncle Pals. It's been a joy connecting more with all of you, chatting in our Facebook group, and sharing more behind the scenes through our exclusive Patreon episodes every month. We're blown away by your support, and we're so grateful for every one of you that is joining us on this club. You can subscribe through our Patreon link through our Instagram bio, episode descriptions, or show notes. See you there. Looking to elevate your gardening game this season? Well, look no further than Coast of Maine, your go-to source for premium organic soils for over 28 years. Organic approved and sourced from oceans and farms, their full range of garden and lawn products are designed to restore roots to the natural world. So picture this. You're struggling with lackluster soil, just like I did last year, and your garden plans just aren't thriving. And that was until we discovered Coast of Maine. Their products infused my soil with the healthy microbes and nutrients it was craving, resulting in vibrant outdoor plants that practically thanked me for the upgrade. Omri listed and crafted from natural ingredients like lobster shells and fish bones. Their products not only nourish your plants, but also your peace of mind. Are you ready to take your garden to the next level? Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. That's why their products are carried by local retail partners who provide advice and insight, not just found in big box stores. And Coast of Maine knows from beginning to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. Their products make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. Let's get growing together. Visit coastofmaine.com today. That's coastofmaine with an e.com. Yeah, so like if you look at the herbarium sheet for latifolia, it shows you the image that Robert White put because you can tell at the bottom of the herbarium sheet it says herbarium R. White proper. And it was presented in 1871. So that's what he used to study and write his whatever. Well, I don't know why that says 1871, but it does. Um, Because this was in 1834. But at the top, you have, he included flowers in an envelope, but they are the Mitrata flowers, not the ones that came from the Latifolia, but what White thought was macrophylla. So like the whole thing was just screwed up. Gosh. And, you know, that just goes to say... From the get-go. From the start. (laughs) When we were talking about this, Rachel was saying, like, you just have to think. Not everyone's going to get everything right. And when you are starting to look into Hoya, you you have to take from whatever, wherever the other person ended at. And if that's the dry, crusty herbarium sheet, <laughs> then that's where you get to start and then Crusted try to figure dusted. out like, okay, what happened? Cause that's all you have. It's not like you can go back and be like, Hey, Robert White, what happened here? You know, all you have is just this busted sheet to be like, okay, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and know? in our next episode, we're going to have a Ouija board up here and we'll have oh. Mr. White and Mr. What's the other guy? Blue May. Mr. Blue May here talking I about. I already thought I was getting murdered twice today. I don't need that kind of voice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also 
crazy to me that two people could find a plant and both think of the name macrophylla. Right. Like what? Like I really need a Ouija board. And be like, what made you think macrophylla, and what made you think macrophylla? Well, I mean, it's probably a Latin. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Pause for. Because if I found a Hoya, I would be like Hoya Yesenia, and then nobody <laughs> else would be able to yeah. use it. Ah, uh, well, this makes sense because macrophylla literally means big leaf in Latin. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because macro, like big. Macro, yeah. So they were like, dang, that leaf's big. Macrophylla, boom. And then the other dude came around a little bit later and was like, macrophylla, boom. But from the herbarium sheets for the official Hoya macrophylla bloom, or bloom A, those leaves don't look as, they don't look as big as the latifolia leaves, you know? (laughs) But he's the one. He's the one that published it yes, first. So yes. no matter if the leaves are smaller, he gets it because he gets priority because he did it first. Yeah. So. So I think we've successfully confused our entire audience on this. Yeah. Too. Do you think that was confusing? Well, I mean, I think it's confusing regardless. So I, I and yeah. believe me, I know that you're gonna rock the show notes. Uh, I'm I'm not confused, but it is like I don't know. It's just like there's so many things like macrophylla. You know, this yeah. was named incorrectly. Yeah. So. But we're, and we're still reeling and dealing with these effects mm-hmm. in 2023. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, to continue to go on. So macrophylla does exist, but the Hoya that we recognized at macrophylla are not macrophylla. The one with the, and I want to clarify here, the white edge with a green center. Yeah, there's a lot of different varieties okay. and, and we'll, yes, yeah, is, we'll go one. over them. But the ones that you may have seen in Facebook groups and people are calling them macrophylla, formerly known as macrophylla, reclassified as latifolia, was never was supposed never. to be macrophylla. So yeah. I think that's what we have to get into our heads is there is a Hoya macrophylla that exists and that name belongs to that Hoya and the Hoya that we recognize as macrophylla just isn't. Like that was never supposed to happen and they just are a latifolia. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like finding out you're not adopted or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and from what I was reading, it doesn't seem like the actual true macrophylla is in really in circulation. Yeah. Like that. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you actually have a true macrophylla, I would love to see it. Yeah. yeah. But, but it better not be that one with the white edges. Cause no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, there is information that was published in Fraterna that was also posted onto Rachel Collette Conroy on my, at my conservatory on Instagram, my Hoya conservatory, my Hoya conservatory on Instagram. And she had shared it with me. So we'll go ahead and link that in show notes too, just so you can kind of read over a little bit more latifolia information. They have bloom pictures, pictures of, um, a foliage that they actually had correctly classified as latifolia, um, by Mr. Ted Green and Dale Kloppenberg and so that's a good one just to read through if you're kind of interested but we'll link that in our show notes okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now synonymization so now <laughs> because it's not really a synonymization it's just incorrect labeling so the Hoya that we thought were macrophylla that are actually latifolia. And I think one of the main ones is that classic macrophylla that we have seen. We also, you know, have different 
variations of that. We have pot of gold, snow queen, which pot of gold is like that inner variegated. And the snow queen is the one with the splash characteristics on it or not macrophylla. They are latifolia. So latifolia, latifolia, pot of gold, latifolia, snow queen. Um, Another one is Sulawesi GPS 8867 is also a latifolia. It is. Mm-hmm. It wow. is a latifolia. Wow. And then there are all sorts of clones that have been collected and identified as latifolia from Sarawak. So we have species Sarawak, which is what you have. Yes. Um, some people have like what we call the cream flowers because the flowers are creamy, pink flowers because the flowers are pink. But the species Sarawak that have been collected from the different areas of Sarawak, any of those clones are also latifolia. That was the first plant where I kind of started learning like, oh, that's how plants are named because mm-hmm. I thought it was just Hoya Sarawak. Yeah. When really I should have always referred to it in the beginning as Hoya species Sarawak until I learned that it was actually Latifolia. Now it's, now I would, I just call it Hoya Latifolia. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know that Sarawak was a region. Me either. I just thought it was a Hoya name. And then I learned someone was talking about Sarawak and I was like, huh, that's so funny. That's a Hoya name. But I mean, it comes (laughs) full circle because it was found in Sarawak. It was named after that region. So it's species Sarawak, but it is a Latifolia. Um, There is also Affinity Clandestina, which is written as AFF dot, which is Affinity. Affinity Clandestina IML 1590 is also a Latifolia. Mm-hmm. Now that gets extra confusing because a synonym for the yes. original, the true form macrophylla mm-hmm. is Hoya clandestina. Yes. So there's a species affinity clandestina that we're scooching over to latifolia. Yes. And so I had asked about that because I was like, well, there is a Hoya affinity clandestina that people recognize as latifolia is that correct and it is so clandestina is synonymized as macrophylla the true macrophylla by blume but affinity just means that it's very much alike clandestina affinity clandestina iml 1590 is indeed a latifolia oh well i'm an idiot because i was like oh how do we ever see what a true Macrophylla looks like. Well, now I can, I literally can just look up Hoya clandestina because macrophylla, if you Google Hoya macrophylla, mm-hmm. you get latifolia, all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you look up clandestina, then you'll actually see what a true macrophylla looks like because they're synonymized. Yep. And one Hoya that actually was synonymized under latifolia that used to be known as something else is Hoya polystachia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which Hoya polystachia, there's the green version. We also have the inner and outer variegated versions of polystachia, but that one has been actually synonymized into latifolia. And that one was published by Blume. Yes, it was <laughs> so in 1849. These- I know. Oh. <laughs> this man. I mean, can we just get a telephone in his hands? I know. I was about to say that all of this could have been avoided if Alexander Grand Bell had invented the telephone a lot faster. <laughs> or, you know, if there was just good old Google yeah, already, right. like if they could just do a quick little Google search, all of this would have been <laughs> taken care of. But here we are today. Here we are. But the big one that I really wanted to mention just as we summarize this up is when we heard that 
macrophylla had become latifolia, one big thing that has been circulating in the trade is what's called a dinner plate hoya. And people refer to this as the OG latifolia mm. because people thought, oh, there was a recal- reclassification. Macrophylla is still macrophylla. Latifolia is still latifolia. But that's not the case. There's no such thing as a OG latifolia. Yes, there can be a difference in foliage characteristics because depending on where that Hoya came from, it can have varying characteristics from that locality that it was found in, Mm -hmm. but there's no such thing as a OG Latifolia. So that dinner plate Hoya, yes, it is a Latifolia, but it's wrong to say that it's the OG because all the Latifolia technically have always been OG. The OG, yeah, if you think about it, so... That's it's just so wild that right. a, a mix up in the 1800s is still perpetuated today. 200 years later, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know this until this afternoon. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> I feel like I never knew anything about Hoya. I know, <laughs> like Latifolia. Who, like, who are you, Latifolia? Yeah, uh, Miro Basie Plants has a YouTube video where he kind of talks about the whole. It, it's not a specific to Latifolia, but that mm-hmm. is one of the things he talks about. And he, it's it's still kind of confusing. So I feel like no matter how how well you do like yeah. anything, it's a little it's going to be a little confusing. Yeah, because um, you have to like change the way that you're thinking about something yeah. after you've been thinking about it that way for so long. But I remember you know? when people were telling me that it's latifolia, not mm-hmm. macrophylla, and it was you know. I was just a little baby who I'm still am. I'm like, I don't know anything. And I was kind of refusing kind of like how I refuse to call snake plants, Dracaena. Yeah. Sansevieria and Dracaena. Or, Um, or, um, all of the verticillata. (laughs) I was like, where's she? It's going to be big. What's she going to say? Um, and so I kind of felt the same way about macrophylla and I was like, I'm not going to call it latifolia. Like I know it as macrophylla. But it, it's just, it's not even this, it's not the same. Yeah. Cause it it's not, not like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, not like sunk in under something. It yeah. legitimately has always been a latifolia. It has always been a latifolia. Yeah. Cause it's not like verticillata where it was known as something and then they reclassified it as verticillata. No, this was just mislabeled and it has always been latifolia. And it just, that wrong name just continues to perpetuate in the trade. So. Now you all know you have a latifolia. It's like being told like, honey, you're getting a cat, but I'm sorry, you got a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That really is like the most simple way to kind of try and explain that. Yeah. Yeah. So So just to like change your mind frame, it was not a reclassification or a synonymization. It was just a mislabeling and a misunderstanding. That has wreaked havoc yes. in the Hoya world. Yes. And now, you know, just our little community of little, little people, now you know, yeah. you know, share it with your friends. <laughs> share it, share When, share when it you go to work and you start a new job and they're like, tell us a fun fact about you. Fun fact, in the 1800s, two mistakes were made in the Hoya world and it's still affecting us today. And go in and explain that and you'll make a lot of friends at your yeah. new job. <laughs> Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's just this brought back a memory that has nothing to do with this podcast. Well, this topic, but I'm still going to say it because it does deal with somebody in this podcast. <laughs> but Liddy and I were shopping in the mall one day, and she said that we were walking by these backpacks, mm-hmm. and she said that <laughs> she would shove all of her tests that were not 
A's into a backpack and her mom found them one day because she picked up the backpack and it crinkled and she was like, oh, what's in here? And it was just full of papers and tests that were not A's. So like B plus or A minus. So I told Lydia, I was like, if you ever have an intro get to know me thing and people are like, okay, tell us one sentence about you that we'll get to know you. I said, literally, all you have to say is I hid all of my tests that were not A's in a backpack. And I feel like that tells you everything you need to know about Lydia. I didn't know this story. Uh, I mean, you know that person. Like if someone says like, yeah. oh, that person hid all of their tests. Oh. Were, you're like, I know exactly who that person yep. is. And it crinkled so obviously because remember back in the day, they used to make stuffed animals into like the backpacks, you know? Yeah. So it was like a soft plush backpack <laughs> that I shoved all these papers into. It's not like it was even like a plastic backpack that wouldn't like <laughs> crinkle. No, I put it into a soft plush plush backpack where if you picked it up it would just crinkle with papers in it (laughs) so so, yeah that's me (laughs) i love that that does tell you a lot about lydia though it does the pressure to be lydia yeah but guys let's talk about you know what experiences we have with hoyalatifolia to start off do we have a hoyalatifolia in our collection we do. I do. What do you yeah. guys have? What do you have, Jesse? I have the the white margin one, and then I also have the Sarawak. Oh, nice! And the the Sarawak. Um, I had one that was like one of my top wish list Hoyas when I first became a Hoya head, um, and I acquired one from Adam, I think, mm-hmm. and I killed it. Real quick. (laughs) And then I replaced it, and that one is still alive today. Nice. Wow. Um, And then the other one, I've killed so many of them. Um, But recently I got one that was rooted in pond, and I've been very successful at keeping it alive. And that has, like, five leaves on it. And it, like, sun stresses pink red at the edges. I I remember that one was, like, one we really wanted. And that was at the time we were getting a lot of plants from Gabriella Plants. Mm-hmm. And you would hop onto their restock and you would have to be one of the first like people within 30 seconds to buy something. And I would log off of work and I would sit there and my heart would be like racing. This adrenaline is days. what, yes, just like that adrenaline and knowing what you wanted and adding them to your cart real fast and checking out and getting it like that feeling that was almost more exciting than getting the plant in the mail (laughs) yeah i know oh man um so i have the hoya latifolia from sarawak Mm -hmm. um has yours flowered before it has not so you don't know if it's cream or pink i don't oh and i'm trying to think of where i got well i know where i got it is that a duck daddy fail you know (laughs) Yeah, because uh, one of my Instagram friends in Utah, he has a Sarawak and he also is like super into Ethereum, uh, but his has flowered. Like he showed a picture once and the thing was covered in flowers. So, you wow. know, like all over. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I kind of like your methyl. Yeah. I was real jealous about that. Well, all of those dropped off. But yeah, yeah. Well. Um, so I hope one day that I'll get the latifolia to bloom because I want to smell that sweet vanilla scent. But oh. I also had what I incorrect. I mean, there's just it, we'll probably talk more about this in the after chat for peduncle pals. 
but I used to refer to that latifolia as macrophylla alba marginata. Mm-hmm. Er, er. So um, many mistakes in that <sighs> sentence. But the thing is, I loved that. <laughs> that test sheet just got shoved into the backpack because it's all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's a backpack. Um, that's a backpack publication. Uh, but that latifolia, I loved but then it just stopped doing anything for me. Mm. And this was before I really knew mm. what yeah. the mites were. Blah, blah. And so when it just finally stopped doing anything, like for a year. Mm. You tossed it? I was like over it. And Kinda then when like I finally cranosome. figured out what the mites were and I looked and it had a bunch on there, and I didn't even I didn't even try. Yeah. You know, I do wish, I do regret a lot of things from that period of my life. But I do wish I would have just taken like a two leaf cutting. Mm. I wish I would have just run under water, scrubbed it with my soft bristle toothbrush as I do now and re just started from the beginning. But we just didn't know, you know, once we saw a pest, it was just like, oh, um, like just this overwhelming feeling of the easiest thing to do is just throw it away because yeah. I don't even know how to deal with it, Yeah, you know, and also not even knowing what it is at the time, you know? Yeah. And I would say that they're both like, I would say in my experience with latifolia, they're pretty easy. And I mean, if Jesse still has one alive, you know that they're hard D. You wow. Know? <laughs> the bar has been set. <laughs> are, are you gonna Very be, true though. Are you going to okay. feed my cat right now? No. You can. I'm just holding it. <laughs> I'm just holding it. I'm just holding a text mix in my hand for no reason. <laughs> oh, it landed near the dog. Oh, well. So yeah, I think that they're they're obviously hardy. Jesse's kept them alive, and they, they I mean they're beautiful. But I really love the the latifolia outer variegated. Mm. I mean because it did sun stress so beautifully. Yeah, like when those leaves came out, they were like all covered in maroon, and then as they developed, it was like this blush pink. I and I don't sun stress my hoyos, but that one. Is really easy to sun stress. Like yeah. in just a window, you can sun stress it. Maybe mine will grow enough to where I can give you a cutting. Yeah. Funsies. Yeah. Actually, I think I have a cutting oh. coming to me in the mail. Oh, excuse me. Perdón. <gasps> Speaking of mail. Here's a mail. It never fails. It, it makes, makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail. What? Anyway. I didn't know his song was that long. <laughs> I usually close. just end it two sentences. In. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's a that's that's a topic for our after chats because. <sighs> oh yeah. Oh. Okay, but anyway, yes. yeah. So, what latifolia do I have? <laughs> yeah, what latifolia do you have, Lydia? Because you said you had two. I do have two. So I have the species Sarawak from you, Adam, mm-hmm. and I also have the one that's known as Sulawesi GPS eighty-eight sixty-seven. You do. Mm. I do. I do. That one. I feel like the venation is much more distinct. Not even that you can see it, but it almost raises up in a way, and there's. Um, like a textural component to it. So. Oh, girl, that is gorgeous. Oh, wow. One of my... I have one kind of like that. Yeah, and it's sun stresses, and it's like the tequila sunrise where the venation doesn't sun stress, it remains green, but the foliage is red. Yes. 
Um, I have one of my Latifolia species Sarawak leaves. Like it's so strange how just on one plant, Mm -hmm. some of the veins, like some of the leaves look like this, the Sulawesi GPS 8867. And some of them look like. Oh, they're smooth. Yeah, they're smooth. Mm-hmm. You can't see it, but some mm-hmm. of them, like you, really can see the veins popping out. Yes. Like, rip. And I don't know what I don't know what causes. I mean, I haven't changed where it's at. Yeah, they almost have a texture to them. Like some of them, like the leaves, they like, divot in, yeah. so then you can see the venation a little more. It is interesting. It's a gorgeous plant. I love it. But what is it that you guys do for your little latifolias? I feel like this is a classic, easy hoya. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do it's going to be very hardy. Yeah. I think the first thing that you probably should do is plan ahead with this one as far as a trellis goes. This isn't one... I mean, look, I've seen a lot of folia dinner plate where people had it hanging in a greenhouse or whatever and it was just, you know, trailing down. And it was gorgeous and everything. But I really feel like it needs to be going up a trellis um, and there it's going to get big. Because it's known to be a true epiphytic plant Mm -hmm. which is you know a plant that climbs upwards and you'll even see the vine you know looking for a place to trellis and once it finds a trellis it starts wrapping its way around it so it's a it's a true epiphytic climber epiphytic actually means it lives on another organism but not parasitic to the point where it will harm it and it's also lithophytic or lithophytic which means it could also grow out of a rock or like cement so it is real hardy oh, i did true. learn that during this, this why it's living in yes, your house. yes yes See, I, I knew you wanted to talk about that yeah. so here we are dr jesse given the science <laughs> yeah but um that like really reminds me of like the pandorata and the burmanicas mm-hmm. we had an episode where we talked about that and i was telling you guys it literally grows everywhere yeah and that's what latifolia really reminds me of it's not picky about humidity it grows well in ambient yeah you know it grows quickly big okay can you show me that picture again jesse behind the scenes she was showing us a picture i said macrophylla yeah i was just showing you how shameful yeah it is that that in what you just showed there was a latifolia pot of gold because that oh, was yeah. inner variegated. No, I don't no think it so. was outer variegated. Oh, it was outer variegated? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the only one that I have. That's inner variegated. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, that is a pot of gold. <laughs> oh. oh, cute. That's the one I can give you. Because it's the only one I have. That was in 2022, and I did put it on my stories as macrophylla. Shame on me. Well, I think we no still sh- No were. shame. We're learning. Yeah. We're learning. Yeah. No shame. No shame. Only shame I if you've learned and you ignore. refuse. Yeah. I and you're- will go back and listen to some of our episodes just because I don't want to like be repeating myself or just hear like, what is it that we talked about in the past? And there are some things, you know, where I'm like, mm, you know, like the, you know, so yeah. <laughs> We're all learning. <laughs> oh, this is me posting her in April of this year. Wow. Also calling her Macrophylla. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys see her on my stories after this episode I, drops, 
okay. And I call it a macrophylla. You can in, full shame. In 2022, <laughs> I very much knew that these were latifolia. And I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm very good about just sliding into your DMs and being like, that's a latifolia. True. And I feel like I probably did that yeah. both of those times. And you're like, lol, lol. <laughs> lol, who the fuck cares? I mean, lol, who the heck cares? We care. I care. <laughs> I care as of whatever today's date is. <laughs> but if you don't have one in your collection, I really do feel like it would be, it's a, it's a great addition. Yeah, it definitely is. And I really do want to get the, the outer variegated and the pot of gold. So that was our latifolia chat. Hopefully that kind of, you know, made a little bit of you sense. guys something. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it made sense because I truly sat down for quite a bit of time today trying to make it more like, palatable and even mm. trying to understand it myself best to be able to share it with everybody um so hopefully that made sense for you all and you learned something and if you all have a latifolia especially if it has bloomed tag us yeah send show it in our dms yeah show us that latifolia and remember your page does have to be public for us to see the tags but please tag us yeah yeah and now we just have to share it with y'all. You can officially become a Peduncle Pal. Yes, you can become a Peduncle Pal, which is our subscription um, exclusive, exclusive content. content through Red Circle, who hosts our podcast platform. And it's very easy to find. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, there will be a link for that if you would like to go on and take part, we will also provide a link um, on our stories, but also through the biography of our Instagram and also on our show notes. So lots of places that you can find it if you guys would like to join us and be part of the LTH family as a Peduncle Pal. Yeah, we're looking forward to lots of community, more connection and just um of a little bit more content for you guys yeah. yeah some more chill relaxed content but still good content yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so yeah make sure you head over to that link check that out if that if you're so inclined to support us um but you can also support us by leaving us a review that really helps us get into other people's ears share the podcast with a hoya friend or two or three or four or all <laughs> Uh, specifically share this episode with someone who labels things incorrectly. If you want to be passive, <laughs> you don't have to. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, and you can follow our show notes are always at the bottom of our description of every episode where if there's any links from Hoya news or any important information, It'll be in there. Be there. Mm -hmm. And you can follow us on Instagram at let's.talkhoya. Um, and you can also follow us individually. My Instagram is at notdude. I'm at thegreenplant.az. And I'm at perritos y plants. Adios. Adios. Bye. Bye.